Welcome to the House of Truth Podcast, where we biblically deal with everything from politics to pop culture. If you're into that kind of thing, go ahead and give us a like and subscribe and strap in for the ride. What's up, what's up? It is your boy Quam Teasy with the House of Truth Podcast brought to you by the Christocrats, where we talk about everything from politics to pop culture and what the Bible and what the Lord has to say about these things, helping you, uh, the listener, my friends, to try to navigate our way through this minefield that we call American society and still be effective for the kingdom, be able to you know defend the, the, the gospel, uh, but not be jerks about it at the same time and have some fun along the way. So uh, we're going to talk about somebody today that uh, has been in the news quite uh, frequently. Um, some of y'all may not have heard of this dude, but um, you know he's not a Christian. Uh, he's not someone who uh, we need to look up to as as believers, but he is someone that is making an impact in areas that maybe we should be making an impact, and we could probably learn a couple things from him, um, a thing or two from him. But before we get going, I want to just give a shout out to one of our sponsors, uh, the Christocrats. It is an organization that um, deals with political and politics and pop culture, and uh, they are an organization that really um, lifts up and puts out their information that everybody should know about. So we want you to go to the website, thechristocrats.com, and check out the website. No, I'm sorry, it's thechristocrats.org. Check them out um, and you know, go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and leave their, your, your email address. If you're looking for a place where you can get the information that you need to get, about how to defend the gospel in the face of the craziness that we see, um, you know, and, and you're a patriot and you, you love this country um, and you understand that conservatism is something that actually benefits all people and it comes from the bedrock of Christianity. So if you, that's something that, uh, that is appealing to you, then go ahead and go to uh, thechristocrats.org and drop your email address and get on board with what they're doing over there. They got some great things happening uh, in 2023. So the person that we want to talk about today, uh, his name is Charleston White. I don't know if y'all heard of this dude. This dude, now, he if, if you are not, you know, in the know, you're not on Instagram, uh, you don't really rock with the hip-hop community um, in America, or you don't really, you know know what's going on, uh, you need to know what's going on because what he is doing single-handedly is affecting uh, a whole culture and doing it in a way that is pretty amazing uh, at his own peril, by the way. So, you know, if we're being honest, let's just start from the beginning. If we're being honest, a lot of us can uh, realize and understand that in black culture, um, and me being black, I can speak on this. In black culture, in some sections of the black culture, uh, violence and um, illegal activity and brutality and just overall lasciviousness, that's that's the word, you know, lasciviousness, sin, sinful behavior um, is uplifted and it's um, lauded and uh, it is sought after in that in some sections of that community. And it ends up affecting the lives of millions of black people and other people. It is one of the reasons why we, there is a fact, it is a fact that the black community, a section of the black community, commits more crimes than anybody in this country. 
And it is a reason why, uh, one of the reasons why Chicago sees the deaths of black bodies is the reason why New York and, and L.A. and some of the, the hubs of the lower income black communities see so much violence because it is perpetuated through the culture. It, it, really, and I, let's be honest, man, the, our culture in some sections needs to be really deeply looked at. We've got BLM out here. Well, now they've been sort of um, shamed by the truth of who they really are. But for years, BLM uh, steered the conversation uh, wrongly and steered it away from what needed to actually be talked about. And so, you know, rappers that talk about selling drugs and and how many women they can get and, you know, the lifestyle that is just completely immoral um, and, uh, you know, lifting that up and, and, and being lovers of money and doing whatever they need to do to get money and, and putting these in their, in their songs and it's in the culture, it's on the TV shows and the movies and all of that and lifting it up and, and people are buying into it and have been buying into it for years as if that is the way to go, as if that is the lavish lifestyle. Like, that's the, that's the uh, goal. Um, and we all know, those of us that are sane, that have brains, um, that aren't easily influenced, understand that the way of the sinner is death, right? That's what the Bible says, that the way of that life leads to destruction. And, um, you know, we see it over and over again. You know, people that promote that end up in a destructive lifestyle, at worst, dead. And so we've seen rappers, you know, who promote that lifestyle. And, and I don't know if y'all know this, but, you know, in rap... In the rap world, um, a big, how do you say, a big uh, part of that is keeping it real, right? And so you are able to gain street credibility with those who are in that lifestyle by not only rapping about those things, the criminality and drugs, moving weight, as they say, and how many bodies you can catch and all of that, how many guns you blast. Not only are you um, uplifted for that in your lyrics, but if you actually live that stuff out, if you actually do bang, uh, gang bang and do all that stuff, and you actually do that, then your street cred goes through the roof. And most recently, um, you know, the people in, in the, the in the forefront of the hip hop community in the black community, uh, really take this stuff seriously, like Lil Baby and all these other guys, you know, that are out there. Now, I'm not real familiar with their music because I stopped listening to to secular hip hop and even Christian hip hop. I stopped listening listening to that a long time ago, which is ironic because I was a rapper and I, I you know I still know how to do it, but I stopped listening to it a long time ago. Um, but they're out here trying to do the best that they can to live the life of what they are rapping about and it's destroying and has been destroying the, our communities. The priorities are way backwards. And someone like Charleston White has now come out and, you know, at first he was looked at as like a massive troll, right? This dude has many videos on YouTube, on TikTok, and it's just, you see his face all over the place. And he has ruffled, more than ruffled people's feathers because he has, um, exposed and continually exposes 
the hypocrisy of being upset about, you know, the white man or America and its violence and blah, blah, blah. And at the same time, promoting the killing and death of your own people. And how do we hold others accountable and try to make change and try to complain and have the moral, um, what do you say, the moral grounds to complain about your oppression, so to speak. And I'm saying oppression with air quotes, your oppression. How do we have the ability to complain about that when we're being we're the main ones oppressing ourselves? And so what's crazy about that is that Charleston White uh, has become the snitch's snitch. And in the black community and the hip hop community and, and the urban communities, someone who tells game, who like exposes the game and, and um, you know, talks about the truths of what these rappers and gangsters you know, stand for and does it in a bold and super supremely offensive way on purpose. Yo, that that does more than ruffle feathers, man. And so what's funny is that he has garnered a lot of following, a lot of people that actually are agreeing with his approach and agreeing with his exposition or exposing of these um, very massive hypocritical uh, ways of thinking that has crippled the black community for years. And you could imagine those that benefit from that hypocrisy are and have been supremely angry and to the point where they try to use the same tactics that they use on everybody. Like they threaten him. They tell him that in order to come to a certain city, he's got to check in with them. These are gangsters now. Um, uh, people involved in the gang and and he just exposes all of that. He just, you know, he talks about how, uh, you know, you are going to be as a gangster or as a, as a black person be upset about a rapper dying. But yet all the people that die in Chicago or in, in the hood in one weekend, you say nothing about you don't get upset about nothing, none of that. And he uses hyperbolic language like he. He's very vulgar. Um, you know, he uses a lot of cuss words and all that because he's not a Christian. He's, 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 he doesn't claim to be a living Christian, but he, you know, obviously claims to know God or whatever. But that being it, he that's not someone that I would recommend that you let your kids listen to. But if you look up Charleston White and, and, and don't look at just one video, just look at a body of work of his. And you cannot help as a conservative and as someone who is sick and tired of hearing the whines and the cries of people who are massively hypocritical, um, these artists, these singers who hate Donald Trump and who hate the, the conservative right and try to say all this stuff about how we are oppressing black people, but yet they put out songs and promote a lifestyle that is extremely detrimental to black people and, and all people. And that, you know, but yet they have the audacity to, uh, support, you know, Trump and uh, support people that hate Trump be, for no actual good reason. And so you, those of us that are that see through that junk, it's very easy to, you know, root for someone like Charleston White. It, it really is. Even though he's not a believer, he's not, uh, you know, again, I would not look to him for any theological anything at all. Um, I wouldn't even 
have a healthy diet of what he has to put out. But you do need to know who he is because it is making a shift in the black community. What he's doing is he is allowing for those of us in the black communities who are tired of being terrorized by the the the, the gangs and uh, that sort of lifestyle, the regular people, the people that go to work and try to raise their kids and all that, that happen to have to live in the hood are tired of it. They're tired of being told that they can't, that snitches get stitches. They're tired of their babies getting shot by stray bullets. They're tired of being, you know, afraid to walk down their own streets. They're tired of it. And now they're, uh, are able to open their mouths and at least agree with someone who is brave enough to say it. And, What's crazy about that, the effect that he's having is the same sort of effect that prophets in the Old Testament had with God's people. Now, hear me out when I say this. I'm not saying that Charleston White is a prophet. I didn't say that. Don't, 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 you know, get me on that. But what I am saying is that the effect that he's having is the same, reminds me of the effect that uh, old school, Old Testament prophets would have. Because guess what? The Old Testament prophets would call you out in a heartbeat. They would call out the, the hypocrisy, the evil that everybody was accepting or that most people were, were accepting because they were either afraid to say something or either they just accepted that, that, that way of living. And these God would use these prophets to call it out. And they were hated and they were threatened and they were outcasted. And, but what happened was uh, because it was said, because they were brave enough to say it, that eventually those that agreed, those that um, knew what, what uh, these prophets were saying were correct, began to be brave enough themselves to stand up to a Jezebel, stand up to a, you know, um, whoever you want to call it that, you know, that caused Israel to sin against God. You know, you wouldn't have had a Jehu be able to stand up if Elijah, Elijah didn't stand up. You know what I'm saying? Like Jehu was the one that actually got Jezebel killed and, and pulled out of um, power, Jezebel and Ahab, you know, y'all go read the story. But Elijah was the one that stood up and said, said stuff, you know, and called him out and had those battles. So Charleston White is doing the same thing in the secular realm. And, and the problem is, is that we as believers, I believe, need to have the same sort of boldness when it comes to the junk that's going on inside the church. Um, we need to be able to have the boldness to call it out and not care what anybody's opinion is, not care if we're accepted you know, Charleston White, this bro knows that his life is in danger, but doesn't care. Like I saw a video of him the other day where one, a rapper or some, a gangster who's supposed to be a rapper, who's a gangster, you know, said that he can't come to my city. You know, they, they, they DM'd him and said that he told him that he was going to kill him if he came to the city. You know what Charleston White did? He sent that text to the feds immediately. And you don't do that if you're from the hood because the feds is the man. You don't do that if you're from the hood, but Charleston White did, and he's making it okay to to tattletale like you should. He said that he, <laughs> this dude has said that he wishes that there was professional snitches in every hood, and if everybody was um, brave enough to become a snitch in the hood, then that would eradicate the violence and the gangs immediately. And I want to tell you too that um, 
you know, Charleston White does put his money where his mouth is because he is a uh, philanthropist. He goes into schools and and talks to kids about um, the, the dangers of uh, group think and thinking like the crowd and becoming a gang, all that. So he, he, he used to be a gang person himself. He, he was in jail for a while and um, was a part of a, uh, an attempted murder of a guy back when he was younger. And somehow, some way, he was able to turn his thinking around. And I'm praying that Charleston White will come all the way to the truth and begin to promote the actual truth of the gospel and clean up a, and let the Holy Spirit clean up some of his, his uh, theology and, and, and uh, ways of doing things. But uh, he, he can be a good example to, <laughs> to us of bravery in the face of, you know, a minority of people controlling the thoughts of the majority of people. We see that in American society all day, every day. The minority of, you know, secular, humanistic, liberal, uh, progressive thought controlling the narrative. And if we are just brave enough to not care about being canceled, just like uh, Charleston White's not doesn't care about being someone threatening him or whatever because he's quote unquote snitching. If we are, you know, brave enough to call these people out, and more and more of us did it, and it wasn't just a few of us. And I'm talking about as believers, not just like on the conservative tip, the way you see like Candace Owens and and, and some of these people doing them, doing it, but just you know, in a biblical way, proud, not scared. Um, not harsh and not being like a jerk about it, like, but just telling the truth. People will feel brave enough to come right on out. And that's what we are about here at the House of Truth, so, you know, and at the, uh, the Christocrats and all that, you know, and it's crazy. So, I, you know, go ahead and check him out, man. Check him out and see if I'm not I'm not lying. This dude is having the same effect as the Old Testament um, prophets did. And I don't know about y'all, but, you know. The days are short, the hours at hand, and I really feel like we have a job to do and a duty to do, um, but we cannot do it if we are afraid of their faces, if we're afraid of what they're going to say or what they're going to do, because we serve the God of all creation that can protect us, and anything that happens doesn't happen without his hand uh, in it for us. So that's all I got for you today. Check him out. Go to check check him out. Go to Charleston White. Just check him out on all social media. Do it by yourself or, you know, on your own. Don't let your kids watch it. You know, don't take a whole lot of time to feed yourself with it. But just want you to see this guy, see see what kind of an effect he has. It'll shock you. It'll shock you. Um, But other than that, man, make sure you like and subscribe, um, share the podcast and uh, we're going to keep punching it through. Um, stay up with us. We got a YouTube channel, the uh, the House of Truth YouTube channel and the Christ of Christ YouTube channel. Go check that out. Look it up. You know, follow that comment. Um, we, we're on uh, Twitter as well. Not Twitter. Yeah, we are on Twitter, but we're not very active on there. But we're on all the other social media platforms. TikTok got a pretty good following on there. Um, and just check us out, man. So uh, we appreciate y'all and y'all have a good one.